4: Monday edition of Tom Chadwick's Burn Barrel. Huh, Albie? I like it. Good? Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. It feels so weird today because it's really for us kind of early to do this, and I don't know how this is working out, uh, that, that it is this early, but it's uh, not even 5 o'clock in the East um, today while we're doing this. So... <clears throat>
5: I just got the camera set up.
4: Okay, yeah, please go away, please. The other way.
5: Uh, Every time they touch the camera, you freeze. Okay.
4: Okay, we're doing something. What's wrong, bud? Can you go somewhere else, please? What's wrong? Please. We're trying to start the show. Go, okay? Go play with your brother downstairs. You can
5: sit right there, but you guys already took my phone, so I don't have anything else to give you.
4: Okay. So uh, here's the thing, is that this is a complete and total replay of last week in the White House, where we've got the White House physician, O'Connor, or whatever his name is, I think it is O'Connor, is not in front of the cameras, is not with Corrine Jean-Pierre, and instead it's just her, and uh, and uh, the guy from the Pentagon is there too, but he's not helping. It's, this is unhelpful. And so once again, they're hiding the president's doctor which, of course, on social media, when I make light of this, people say, oh, you probably believed everything that that Trump's doctors. You know, that's not the point. Dink faces out there. <laughs> this is not about tribes or who's winning or, or this guy was better than Trump. OK, Ronnie Jackson was nuts and Trump's guy in New York was nuts. You OK, you happy? Good. You win. OK. It's weird that the president has covid again and we're not able to ask his doctor questions. That's really weird. And you should think it's weird if you like your president. You like Biden, right? He's your guy. Find it weird and be concerned that they're hiding the physician from you. It's weird. It's uh, also uh, irregular and improper.
1: Uh, one more on the president's uh, case. You have uh, referred to the physician letter that says no reemergence of symptoms, but you also said lingering symptoms. So help us square that so we understand. Yeah, well, no reoccurring symptoms, uh, meaning like if you look at his original letter, there's nothing, um, uh, there's nothing like, like severe, right? Because he feels fine, right? He feels he feels good. But as we know, when all of us have had COVID, you do have a, a little bit of a lingering cough. We
4: right? should be talking to a doctor right now. I think, right? Yeah, like somebody who's evaluated
5: him instead of Karine Jean-Pierre who hasn't even seen him.
4: Right, except other than somebody who's spitballing. Remember, that was the trouble with Trump that he was just Mm -hmm. ruminating out loud. Well, she's literally doing it about the president right now.
5: Right. I will never forget when they both her and Ashish Jha had the letter from the physician the first day and the press was asking them which symptoms he got the night before and which he got the morning that he tested positive. And they're saying like, this doesn't make sense because you're telling us one thing and what the letter says here. And they're both, Kareen and Ashish Jha are both looking down at the letter like trying to parse. They're like, hmm, I don't know. I mean, together because they're in the dark as everybody else.
4: She's purely spitballing right now. She's speaking out of turn. Speaking on, she is certainly not authorized to be giving medical prognosis from a president. As we all know,
5: when you get COVID, you get that lingering, like, do we all know? Because I thought the point of this president was supposed to be that we were going to take the vaccine and not all get COVID, right? Right, Because he was going to stop the virus.
1: A little bit, uh, maybe a lingering uh, sniffles. That's not uncommon uh, to have, and so that's what we are talking about. So he is not a hundred percent symptom free. He just didn't have like a fever return or something like that. Is well, that fair? well, he never had a. F- to- I want to be careful because we were, we went into this about if he had a fever or not. He never had a, a fever, so want to be. He did clear. have a fever His, in one
5: of the letters. He did have a fever. Just to throw it out there, but one of the letters definitely said he had a fever. They even gave the temperature. I want to say it was like ninety nine point something or something. So maybe they're going to go with like, well, that's technically not a fever.
4: July twenty second, President Biden had a slightly elevated temperature last night, but his physician said that his symptoms have improved. So Biden had a slight fever. NPR.
5: Yeah, he had a fever. So why is she saying he never had a fever? This is why the doctor needs to be there because somebody needs to be on the record. It can't just be the letter that Corrine is interpreting on the fly because she knows nothing more about it than if my doctor wrote her note about my health.
4: No, this is insane that this is happening. Hello, press. Hello.
1: was elevated but it was never uh, a fever but remember there were we had talked about a little fatigue we had talked about aches you know that he was he was there was a little bit of discomfort so that has not uh that has not occurred but all of us have had covid before right we've had well not all of us
4: and some people have no symptoms and some people drop dead which is Right, there's right.
5: a range of things that happen, right. and the ones that drop dead tend to have a health profile that looks more like Joe Biden than like me, just saying. So I'm not going to go by my experiences here. I want to know how the President of the United States this is doing. This is so incredibly
1: irresponsible. Oh. Many of us, I don't want to call everybody out. Uh, I could speak for myself. Uh, and there are some, you know, you still have a, a dry cough. Uh, you still have, you know, little sniffles that, that laugh.
4: Who is she Look at this blanket, unqualified statement. You still have a dry cough. You still have... To, this is... The, I swear to God, this may be illegal.
5: Seriously. <laughs> giving out she, medical did, advice without a license. Yeah. Medical... It's bizarre that they have her out here. And I mean, oh. that's obviously why they originally had Ashish Jha there, too, because she at least is like technically a doctor on paper so he can opine about what it's like to get COVID in the general sense. Right. But he's no more qualified to weigh in on Biden. The fact that we're now on his second round of being positive for COVID and they still haven't brought the doctor out one time to answer questions from the press is just incredible. The brazenness of it in the face of all the questions they're getting from the media is just astonishing.
4: Because now they're answering the medical questions. She's answering the medical questions, right? And she has no right to be answering medical. She has no. It, you know also, what it's like when you get COVID. Also, you get a. Little... Also, she's wrong. She's <laughs> already been factually wrong about him having a fever. But but it isn't it interesting? They had John Kirby in there, the the, the State Department guy, mm-hmm. in there as her co flack today because they usually put somebody with her because obviously
5: <laughs> she can't. But handle it on but her own
4: if it's the day first presser since the president has. COVID again, Mm -hmm. where's the COVID flack?
5: Well, there's nobody. Yeah. John Kirby doesn't know anything about the COVID.
4: Where's the COVID flack, Alice? What do you think he is? I don't know. I get the feeling at the end of last week he said, don't effing ask me to do that ever again. (laughs) Ever again. I wouldn't be surprised.
5: (sighs) Well, yeah, especially where it's completely not in his job purview. He's not the president's personal physician. No.
4: And he's you know sharing fake testimonials about the president's physical condition with this dumb flack.
1: <laughs> For a so, little bit longer. And you, you're saying he, you, he, decides, you saying he? Are you saying he or you? Yeah, I'm trying to get, get, get a, a sense of... I am saying that all of us have had COVID, many of us have had COVID before, and they tend to be lingering symptoms, and that's what I'm talking about. So the president is still experiencing some things related to his COVID uh, course of illness. Right, and also, as we know...
4: Well, we've evolved Seems
1: a little
5: like bit. Seems like that's news because yes. earlier he had no symptoms.
1: Oh, you all have known him for some time and covered him. He tends to have a dry cough. That is not unusual. So that is what I'm talking about. He tends to have a dry cough, which you all have heard before. So I just, I just I want to be clear on that too. I, I
4: I don't know what you gotta say or do. Hold on one second. Go ahead, Phil Ellis.
5: So, I mean. What's incredible to me here is just the fact that they've done this day after day and the media keeps asking questions and Ashish just keeps saying I'm not his doctor and Corrine Jean-Pierre keeps not knowing the answers to any of these questions and they just keep doing it. And now that he's positive again for COVID after they declared victory last week and there's all these more questions and what the doctor is saying in his notes still doesn't line up with what Corrine Jean-Pierre is saying or what's actually happening – And the fact that the doctor is still adding little notes to his letters that say things like, as I've noted before, the president is incredibly considerate of those in the White House residence. And that's why he continues to isolate, even though he's definitely, you know, able to keep going with his job and extremely healthy. He's just so considerate of those around him. He's such a nice person. Like, one has a doctor's evaluation of someone's condition ever included that as a set of facts alongside the symptoms they're experiencing it's so he's building back better (laughs) he remains focused on the important legislation of the inflation prevention act or whatever we're calling this thing inflation and they have this
4: letter they say here's the letter here's biden's personal physician Mm -hmm. released this morning it says nothing about lingering symptoms why is co-biden's is president biden's press secretary making this announcement
5: yeah and where did that come from since we're being told that all the information is in the doctor's letter like where is this information coming from did Corrine evaluate him like who's who's the doctor here who's in charge what's actually happening right now
4: this is amazing it is really amazing
5: well because this is this is is, even at it's most innocent where's the
4: priest chief of staff
5: right where's the chief of staff even at it's most innocent this is just Total rudderless incompetence. This is just them not having their ducks in a row. Even if Biden's actually totally fine and everything's above board, like you need to have someone go out there. Trump's White House was. Famously dysfunctional, like people wrote whole books about how supposedly dysfunctional Trump's White House was. And yet when he got covid, there were like seven doctors standing out there who were actually treating him, answering questions about the course of treatment. You know what I mean? Like the, it It's incredible for a group of people who campaigned on Trump being incompetent and then being the adults in the room and how much better they knew how to run things, how they literally are worse at every single thing they ever said Trump was bad at.
4: It's a imagine. It, Biden wins. Some Twitter handle retweet uh, said 48 straight days of lower gas prices. That's a Biden win. And Ron Klain retweeted it. That's the last thing he's done on social media. <laughs> this I is- mean,
5: can you imagine after driving gas prices up? to record highs that you would tout the fact that they've started to level off and slowly come down, that you're going to claim credit for that? You spent months telling us that you had no control over gas prices, and then the second they come down, it tick, like, I mean, now it's $4 a gallon. Okay, you want to take credit for that? Be my guest. That's insane, but okay, go ahead. But the fact that they're declaring victory on gas prices... Is astonishing. The fact that they're declaring victory on this bill that they haven't passed yet, that cinema could still blow up, that's actually going to increase inflation according to every analysis that's been done and raise taxes on people making less than 200, uh, like as low as $200,000 a year. That's when he promised not to raise taxes on anybody over 400 under 400,000. I mean, like, they're they're taking credit for all the stupidest possible things. They're going to drive inflation up more going into the midterms and they want credit for that. Like, they have gas at $4 a gallon in the middle of the summer travel season and they're declaring victory. Great job us like, well done. And, And now this COVID stuff Biden has beat COVID thanks to his excellent work with vaccines and Paxlovid, and this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, and da 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 da, da. But, I mean, really? Really? Right now, you're still trying to get us all to wear masks and other stupid stuff and take our 17th booster or whatever it is that we're on, and yet you're going to declare victory over COVID at the same time? Like... Your CDC is currently still in court trying to get us all to wear masks on airplanes, still. And like you're you're gonna declare victory over COVID because you beat COVID thanks to your great work. I just, <laughs> are you okay, my friend? I we did hear a crashing yeah, noise. We heard- are you, you all right? Poor you. You are very brave.
4: What's <laughs> that squeaking noise?
5: Oh, stepping on Legos oh. is the worst! You froze Daddy's camera again. Can you not touch Duple those cords, Legos, please?
4: That is that is not winning. <sighs> right. Here's uh, Ducey. Thanks, Green. Is President Biden thinking about pulling
2: his support for the Inflation Reduction Act? No. Because he promised it wasn't going to make uh, it wasn't going to raise taxes on anybody making less than four hundred thousand dollars a year, but the Joint Committee on Taxation says that is not true.
1: Well, that isn't correct.
2: So, the Joint Committee on Taxation, which you guys heralded as a, an effective body when you were selling that infrastructure package, is not to be trusted here.
1: I said it is not correct because... I will give you why it's not correct, because it is incomplete.
4: Thank- <laughs> uh, well, I mean, what are you going to say? It's a, it's a complete and total mess. By the way, I... Um, I um I grabbed um Uh let me get to throw another juicy one in here. Then we'll go back to uh we'll go back to mm-hmm. what I want to talk about is uh, I don't know if you know the story. Did you read the story about the professor who was fired from Michigan?
5: No, the who- what, space helmet one.
4: Yes. Yes. Okay, I
5: did see this, but I didn't really look into okay, it. Okay, we'll that get much. to that in a okay.
4: second. Here's another Korean jump here. And just one more. Uh, it's been three days now since a Chinese
2: official publicly threatened to murder Speaker Pelosi. <laughs> Where is the president coming out to respond to, at the very least, say, "Don't do that"?
1: Well, first we've talked. <laughs> Kirby was just here talking about how um, I have not seen those reports. So I'm just going to say
2: that they were going to maybe shoot down her plane or that they would, oh. it would be within their rights to okay. shoot down her All
1: plane. Right. Well, we have talked about that. We have said that there's no need for this type of saber rattling. It is unnecessary. Uh, the president has been very clear. There's been no change uh, in the uh, one.
4: There's no need for this saber rattling. It's unnecessary. <laughs> That's not a condemnation. That's not. You should say when somebody threatens to kill the Speaker of the House. <laughs> Freak world are we
1: living in here? just here talking about how... Um, I have not seen those reports, so uh, I'm just going to say... They were
2: going to maybe shoot down her plane, or that they would, oh. it would be within their rights to okay. shoot down her All
1: plane. Right. Well, we have talked about that. We have said that there's no need for this type of saber-rattling. It is unnecessary. Uh, the president has been very clear. There's been no change uh, in the uh, one-China policy.
4: This is an apology. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't we are beholden. Don't yell at
1: us, China. We are there's beholden- no need to yell.
0: Stay calm. But, but
4: the, the emphasis is on the messaging to China. Right. We've told them there's no need and we're not going to change anything. We've told them that there's no need and they're not going to change anything whatsoever. No, no. He's asking about them threatening to kill the Speaker of the House. <laughs> well, Holy I love- God, I can't, do- I can't I love, deal with this. I love, by the
5: way, too, that she is so slow that if you don't get the keywords in your question right, that her, like, mental search can't find the right answer in the binder unless you have the right keywords. Oh, threatening to shoot down the plane. Oh, that's the one. Like, she can't make the jump from threatening to kill the Speaker of the House to, like, the tweets about... She's like, oh, wait, I do have a paragraph on that in my binder. I did not realize. Un- but it's like... But she's ju- she's literally just so stupid. Like, I
2: can
4: I'm starting from scratch again. Okay. And just
2: one more. Uh, it's been three days now since a Chinese official publicly threatened to murder Speaker Pelosi. Where is the president coming out to respond to, at the very least, say, don't do that?
1: Well, first, we've talked. Kirby was just here talking about how um, I have not seen those reports. So I'm but just going to say
2: that they were going to maybe shoot down her plane or that they would oh. it would be within their rights to shoot okay.
1: down. Her plane. Right. Well, we have talked about that. We have said that there's no need for this. Time.
4: So she has seen those reports. Now yeah, but she, she didn't
5: recognize them by the keyword search oh, terms that he used. Right? She he didn't say threatened to shoot down the plane, so she didn't realize that right. was that what that blurb in her binder was about until she's like, "Oh, I do have a prepared answer on that one." She has no like quickness on her feet to understand what question he's asking or what topic it's on it's a type of saber rattling. rattling
1: it is unnecessary uh the president has been very clear there's been no change uh in the uh one china policy oh my god the cowtowing here
4: mm-hmm. but this self-flagellation we're prostrating ourselves in front of these people it's incredible
5: yeah she should have given the answer in mandarin like Seri- john c yes
4: seriously <laughs> seriously alice this is unbelievable.
1: Uh, we continue to support the Taiwan Relations Act. Uh, what we are seeing uh, from, uh, from uh, you know, what we're talking about right now, and to be clear, uh, the Speaker has not confirmed, as you heard from my colleague just moments ago, uh, that she is going to Taiwan. It has not been confirmed, uh, and uh, you know, it, it, the history of this, of congressional members going to Taiwan, is not uncommon. It is something that has happened in the past. That's
4: the answer to a different question.
1: Yeah, uh, and uh, and so again, nothing has changed, and uh, the president has made that very very clear.
4: <laughs> this there's just too much to say.
5: Right, it's the totally abandoning their post administration. I mean, like, is anybody in charge of the foreign policy in this administration? I don't know. Why was Kirby there, if if not to address this stuff? What was Kirby that's supposed to be there to talk about? I mean, I understand they have to send somebody with her because she's incapable to actually do this on her own. But like, what was he there supposedly on what topic? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what he said today either. I have no clue. But I, I mean, I just. The uselessness of this whole exercise. I mean, why not just email out the pages of the binder to the media instead of doing this charade where you have her come out and read them in answer to questions that they don't answer.
4: I, uh, I'm, I am shocked uh, that 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 was said. Mm-hmm. That that was said. I mean, my God, what do you want? Okay,
5: Kirby was out there today to say we don't support Taiwan independence. That's what he was there to say.
4: Oh, so it was an official.
5: Yeah, here, I'll send you. Oops.
4: Wow. Well, it's okay. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to play him. Why would we be... Why would we... Why would we go out and say that?
5: Um. Because... Biden is scared of China.
4: That's the only reason. I think so. No, I think th- I mean that that's the only reason it could be. That is That is incredible. Why are you showing any weakness to these people? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, we're so effed. <sighs> Hold
0: up.
2: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash loss.
4: <sighs> this ain't great. Okay, so let's move on to my professor. It's the yeah, Kirby. We do not support Taiwan independence. What does that mean in terms of Whatever.
2: Yeah,
5: he was also asked if the policy hasn't changed and why was the speaker being urged not to go. And Kirby said, who urged her not to go? And the reporter said, the president. So there you go. It's All right. just total incompetence, top to bottom. They have no idea what they're doing.
4: So this professor, who is named um, Barry Miller, he, and he it was a professor at um, Ferris State University in Michigan. And he's very afraid of COVID. He's 75 years old. Obviously a radical lefty, very typical. And he, six months ago, he put out a welcome to his new students, a welcome video.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And here are some uh, excerpts from the video. I don't know what... First of all, the thing all starts with him wearing an astronaut face <laughs> head uh, helmet thing that's a see-through cone. Not a cone, a circle thing. Like a helmet, globe. a little bubble. Helmet. Like a Buzz Lightyear exactly.
5: helmet. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Um, <clears throat> and <in> any <clears throat> tries to be funny at during parts, but here's some of the
6: highlights. I don't know whether you people have noticed but it's dangerous to breathe the air. Many of your experts are advising wearing masks because there's a deadly virus spreading around the planet. Your civilization is collapsing and life on your planet is going extinct. Maybe you just didn't notice, but the... Level of suffering on this planet is going through the roof.
4: So, uh, and then he goes to where you know that any professor is going to make a stop. Uh, Bad colonialism. Native
6: Americans have been smoking the sacred leaves for thousands of years. After we arrived, they introduced it to us, and we turned around and marketed it to the world. I bet you never thought of it, but people all over the world smoke cigarettes, and we did that. It was one of the greatest accomplishments of american capitalism the indians always thought it was holy sacred meant to be shared on special occasions and we saw it as a marketing venture an opportunity a way to make huge profits off of an addictive product that would eventually kill you pure capitalism turning death into profit you know so far
4: very standard progressive <sighs> pro- right. professor I and mean, this is Normal- what- yeah, this liberal is, stuff that you see in this college. This is the hate, right. hate America, psychotic, which is, mm-hmm. I, I don't see the problem whatsoever. And they mint out little uh, overconfident um, middle-class mm-hmm. kids, get done with this thing. Did you know,
5: by the way, that the Native Americans used all the parts of the buffalo? Yes.
4: Now, yes. And then, now, so the, so then little kids, dum-dums from suburbs who have parents of means and go for four years and then feel like they, they've got some level of deepness because they believe, oh, my God, we're really bad. We cause
6: smoking. Uh, I want to introduce myself before we actually meet uh, uh, F2F, who, uh, as we say these days, uh, which everybody knows means f- to, f- uh, which really what? means that we're all. F- right. What?
4: His uh, orientation goes a little <laughs> sideways pretty quickly, Alice, and um, he does explain his headgear. When,
6: when you see me next week, I'll be wearing this helmet this is a this helmet is uh is actually 300 bucks it's uh, got hepa filters all around it um so that uh, all the air that comes in that i'm breathing comes in through the hepa filters uh, and all the air that i breathe out goes out through the hepa filters so that it protects both me and you from uh this deadly virus that's going around
5: Pay must be good in the professor business, it I might, guess, it, if you can afford $300 space helmets to avoid pay. It must getting be, but COVID. it sounds
4: like maybe there are some stresses.
5: <laughs> I may
6: have got <laughs> my life flatter than hammered, but I stand before you today beholden to no human sucker and work in a paying union job. And no limber sucker of an administrator is going to tell me how to teach my classes because I'm a tenured professor. He means So it. if you want to go complain to your dean, f- you. go ahead. I'm retiring at the end of this year, and I couldn't give a flying f- any longer. You people are just vectors of disease to me, and I don't want to be anywhere near you. So keep your f- distance. If you want to talk to me, come to my Zoom. Let me tell you something.
4: <clears throat> <laughs> there is no more exciting class <laughs> at Ferris State University than Barry Mailer's class. I can tell that f- just from that last thing. The only
6: problem is, Alice, will I get a good grade? How the f*** am I going to get out of this course alive and with an A? That is the real question. All right. How does this old f- professor grade? Well, let me set your mind at ease about that. You don't have a thing to worry about because there's absolutely nothing you can do. You have no control over your grade. It doesn't matter how f- hard you work or how great your grades are my grading system is based on the ca- you
4: gotta love a 75 year old <laughs> whack job moon bat professor who works bluer than most comedians
6: helping <laughs> a predestination i figure if it was good enough for america it's good enough for me here we go the indians didn't lose because they failed they tried everything and nothing worked because the universe doesn't give a sh- about justice. It's all predestination, and you all are predestined to lose just like the Indians. Oh, well, I are guess.
5: Are you even supposed to call them Indians anymore?
4: I don't know. You're not supposed to say C suckers and M effers <laughs> uh, that much and call the people the a-holes either or tell them that they're already failing. <laughs> no matter what, not only is he an, a raging a-hole and a psychotic, um, but he's, always, he's definitely going to fail you.
6: I'm going to be 75 years old in March and COVID has already killed one of every 100 Americans over the age of 60. In other words, whatever you think of the risk of COVID, I live in a very different world. My risk is much greater than yours. So, uh, so
5: when was this little speech broadcast? This was last year.
4: No, this is January of this year. Yeah.
5: So he's had boosters and stuff. By the time yeah. he's giving this speech.
4: It doesn't matter. You, you understand? He's at risk. And he, so if you're an incoming student, he's trying to make the message clear for you.
6: Last semester, I had a lot of students tell me how the pandemic has affected their families. Many students' families have suffered serious financial problems because of the. Uh, so they run small businesses. Others told stories about missing their grandparents on Christmas because of COVID. They didn't want to expose grandma and grandpa to a disease that could kill them listen up folks i'm old enough to be your grandpa and you people are vectors of disease to me so when i look out at a classroom filled with 50 students i see 50 selfish clear kids who don't give a whether grandpa lives or dies and if you won't expose your grandpa to a possible infection with covid then stay the away from me if you don't give a about whether grandpa lives or dies by all means come to class I don't remember
4: that my grandfather sounding too much like that. (laughs)
5: Well, and I was going to say, I mean, it's not necessarily true that just because I care if my grandfather lives or dies, I Mm -hmm. care if this jerk lives or dies.
6: Yeah, well, I think most people probably want. (laughs) I mean, I think most
5: people want to go to class and breathe on him now. Yeah,
6: there is no benefit whatsoever from coming to class. I will not take questions in class because I'm wearing this helmet in order to stay alive. So please come to class. Enjoy the show. I'll be there regularly because I have no choice. You, on the other hand,
4: have a choice.
6: Thank you very much.
4: You're welcome. You, you got to go to that <laughs> class. You got to show up and watch him in his helmet, in his fish tank helmet, <laughs> walking around, yelling at people. So anyway, they obviously they 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 had they came to a settlement, and him and the university are, are going separate ways. But how is he different than anybody in Cambridge, Massachusetts? You know, uh, he's just more honest about it. Yeah, absolutely. They actually feel that way. but And uh, uh, where their anger is just a tiny bit under the surface, doesn't take much, of course. His Mm -hmm. anger is just right out there.
5: Yeah. What kills me, too, is like, who wants to be alive that badly that you behave that way? I mean, like, I want to be alive as much as the next person, I guess. But I'm... I, like, can't envision myself over the level of risk that COVID is. I mean, like, can you imagine being that mad that you're, like, 80 and you have, like, a 1% chance that you might become serious? I mean, less once there's vaccines mm-hmm. and you've taken all the vaccines, I presume. Like, he's that upset about it, about the idea that he might lose, like, a year off his life. I mean, like, he could be hit by a bus tomorrow.
4: Live a well, little. Well, you right. And it doesn't... It sounds like... Like, maybe he squeezed all the juice out of this lemon of life <laughs> at
5: this point. How much fun is this guy really going to no. have with his years of retirement that he's going to have? And his fish because, tank heads. And, and he nobody wears... breathed on him. <laughs> How the, much fun is he going to have,
4: truly? In a country he hates.
5: <laughs> he's not going to go to Disney World or something. Like, I don't get what he's planning on doing with his time that's that valuable and
4: great. No, he's a total and utter jerk. But uh, (laughs) then again, I mean, but I think people on the left, I think many progressives, especially many of them who are in academia, are just very angry and unhappy. I don't think it takes much to see that. I mean, they go into the business of overturning everything a kid fundamentally believes from, you know, the traditional American culture value system. That's it. They see all kids who actually... Have optimism twinkle in their eye and actually like love their country. And his, he's he can't wait to just
1: crush well, them. Actually, crush that's what it is. It's yeah. that thing,
4: it's that show that the show that, um, who who's the, the guy who did the West Wing? What's that guy's name? The guy who created it? Sorkin. Yeah. Sorkin had that, uh, that, um, that show with Jeff Daniels where he was a network TV guy. And mm-hmm. there's one famous scene. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it. So. <laughs> yeah,
5: but doesn't this all go back to, like, isn't it Zen, the lies my history teacher told me thing where it's like, I mean, this is an ongoing thing. I it, And it's been there for a while. That's what kills me about it so much is it's so unoriginal. And maybe part of it is that I went to school in a really liberal town. But, like, teachers have been <clears throat> saying stuff to me since, like, middle school about how, like, Actually, did you know that in the Revolutionary War, the American army scalped people? I bet you thought that was just the Indians that did that, but no.
4: We'll go on to the next one.
3: So this is it right here. So question, you, sir. Uh, my name's Stephen. Uh, I'm a junior and my question's for Will McAvoy. Do you consider yourself a Democrat, a Republican or an independent?
4: Okay, it's not it, but hold on a second.
5: But that's, like, why it's so Here stupid, it is it's all on. this stuff's been around forever. There seven sovereign
7: states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yet yeah, you, uh, sorority girl. Elliot, Belgium!
4: Hold on, hold on. There we go. There we go.
5: Yes?
4: Hold on. Okay, here we go. Can you say why is America, America is the greatest country in the world? Is the question that this attractive um, person says.
0: My name is Jenny. I'm a
5: sophomore, and this is for all three of you. Can you say in one sentence or less... what <laughs> um, You know what I mean. Can you say why America is the greatest country in the world?
2: Diversity and opportunity. Lewis? Uh, freedom and freedom. So
7: let's keep it that way. Well. The New York Jets. <laughs> no,
4: I'm going to hold you to an answer on that. So this is Jeff Daniels. He's obviously playing Sorkin in this. Right. Who's uh, it's the same as the college professor guy. What makes America the greatest
7: country in the world? <laughs> well... Lewis and Sharon said it diversity and opportunity and freedom and freedom you don't look satisfied I want a human moment from you what about the people why is not the greatest country in the world professor that's my answer oh wow
5: oh really
7: you're saying not the
5: greatest country
7: the UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium as free. So, no, that's not true. They don't have unlimited free it's speech. Not they true. don't have
4: civil liberties that we have. It's it's absolutely not true. But There's this a is guy Sorkin- arrested in
5: England this yes. weekend for posting a meme with uh, gay pride flags but, as a swastika.
4: But this is Sorkin telling people, no, don't love you. I know you've come here having loved your country. Don't. Don't love it. Don't be so bright and optimistic. This is the old professor saying, did you know that? Did you know that about the Gal- the, the Calvinists and the, the uh, Native American the Indians,
7: and what we did? So, 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is... There is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four- Is 178th in infant mortality good or bad?
5: Yeah, I'm not sure which direction that's going. Five minutes, Sally.
7: In exports, we lead the world in only three categories number of incarcerated citizens per capita number of adults who believe angels are real and defense spending where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined 25 of whom are allies now none of this is the fault of a 20 year old college student but you nonetheless are without so is
4: do we lead the cat- world in only three categories and also is what makes America the greatest country in the world? Is that confined to categories of things, of um, of medical benefits or of uh, incarceration, etc.? I would say there are
5: some factors that are a little harder to put your finger on and quantify in a list.
4: Right. Yeah. Like, what about innovation, industry? What mm-hmm. about uh, the the benefits to the outside world in in undeveloped continents, etc.? You know, there's. There's and a and
5: lot by the of way, people not, that want to come I'm here not, for I, some reason, weirdly. It's it, hard to say have, why. They must not have heard
4: this speech. Because they're in all these countries where the infant mortality rate is better than ours. Um, mm-hmm. And all these sub- categories And they have
5: better. so much freedom and everything's going so well for them there. I don't know why they would want to come here.
4: Exactly. But, this but
5: is, they seem to be uh, banging down the doors and surging over the border so much so that Mr. Anti-Wall has to build the Trump wall, much to his chagrin. I mean, but but that's like what liberals Ultimately, at the end of the day, well, they never want to admit they want to spout off little lists and facts and figures and deny the fundamental underlying truth that there's something about America that just keeps on going. Like mm-hmm. people like to be here. And oh, I mean, of course, ultimately, the reason they do that is because they want to ruin that. They don't actually mm-hmm. like the things that make America good. They course, don't actually like because, that we have like freedom of speech, unlike those other countries that he's talking Cause, about.
4: Because Sorkin is unhappy. He's pissed off. Something's got him. Just like the professor. He's unhappy. He's, he's There are things that he hasn't settled and reckoned with in his whole own life, and he intends to turn your day around, too, <laughs> like his is, because it sucks. Do we have any time for a chat out or should we... Yeah, we can no? hit the chat Okay, let's yeah. go very quickly. Here we go. Uh, Cheesecake has been sent. FedEx. Hopefully you get it soon. Bye. Thank you very
5: much. Thank you, Justin. I certainly appreciate that it. That brightens my day. I
4: saw a thing on the old FedEx guy who used to talk really fast oh, it was before you were born. In the early 80s, I saw a thing last night. I could only get one since you only allowed me to get Amazon Prime. I had to watch the greatest trends of the 80s.
5: What do you mean? You also have HBO Max. You also uh, have Disney Plus. You also have Apple TV.
4: Oh, I haven't tried that one yet. You
5: also have the whole on-demand okay, of okay, Verizon available. Can,
4: yeah. I, can I please get... I <laughs> heard uh, Craig did stand-up, and um, in my early years, I used to do some open mics, so I'll get this little notebook out and read some of uh, the old ones I did. <laughs> okay, here we go. What do you get when you cross an elephant with a fish? I don't know do swimming trunks. What oh. <laughs> must have killed? What did this dog say when he was attacked by a tiger? Nothing. Dogs can't talk. <laughs> okay, you know what? That's I don't want to overdose on comedy, so I might get back to that one.
0: So, Tom, this is Julie from Attleboro. Julie, Hi, Julie. Phil Phil's does one. not speak for the two of us. Here we go. Frankly, it has caused a real wedge between us. I'm afraid that he might have a thing for Alice. Oh, please keep up the good work. Thank
4: you, Julie. I will Definitely stay away be from Val.
0: I apologize, Julie.
4: No, it is. Julie is a quality human being. and I a I like American. Julie a
0: lot. Though we may have to listen to the two of you in different rooms. Our support continues. Oh, uh, uh, what happened Sunday? We never got a heads up about the live stream. I know it wasn't your fault. Alice seemed to be a little bit too defensive when we watched the replay.
4: Correct. Correct. Thank you very much, Julie. You're correct about that. That was um, malpractice by Alice Shattuck.
3: (laughs) Hey, Tom. Alice is Paul from Florida. Hey, Paul. By way of the mountains of Vermont. Been up here a couple of weeks. A couple of things. Yeah. Uh, Regarding Pelosi's trip to Taiwan or the Asian Pacific, what kind of country are we where we're afraid to send somebody to another country because somebody threatens to shoot the plane down. If it was Trump, he'd have a plane full of Secretary of State, State Department, everybody on that plane, giving him the middle finger as he flies by. That,
4: that is accurate. true. I mean, we talked about this on the show
3: today, Paul. This and is and is he'd be timely. tweeting
5: American flags from the plane oh. while doing it.
3: Oh, my God. <laughs> also, the other night, sitting around a campfire with a bunch of buddies, drinking a couple couple of beers we decided to watch a couple of burn barrel podcasts and my buddy says out of nowhere there is no way that that fat bastard isn't keeping that beautiful woman (laughs) against her will (laughs) you know what i think it's true (laughs) alice blink twice if you need help blink blink once if you're safe twice if you need help
5: and don't forget about ralphie's
3: this week come on tom let's go
5: Paul wants to Take go care. out to Ralphie's with you and have tripe.
4: Oh yeah, eh, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Although, uh, I, unfortunately, that that window may have closed considering we're on a tight uh, regimen now. Uh, I thought you said but, you
5: weren't starting till Monday.
4: But um, Paul, um,
5: is tripe against the diet? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead.
4: Um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say. You stepped <laughs> you on said- it. You just stepped. You put it out, Alice. So there you, you said go. Paul no oh yeah yeah I was, it was, I was par- as far as um alice being way too hot for me and so, yeah i agree i told you i've i've given her the chance to to earn her freedom <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm right there with you i'm with your buddies i totally agree i totally agree i'm not saying that, they, that this is right at all whatsoever and i am i am offended that she sticks around to be honest but uh she,
5: she can't get rid of me but literally. she does um, anyway, you can leave messages for the chat Chat if you so choose. That's at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Um, what else? There's a red button there. It's not spam if you click the red button. That's how you leave us a message from your phone or computer. You can also reach out to us by email, burnbarrelpodcast.gmail.com. Or what else can you do? You can find us on Twitter. We are at burnbarrelpod on Twitter or uh, facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast.